Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and we are back with the one and only Sammy P. Sammy, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well on this gray, gloomy day. How are you? Is that is that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> it is getting me down. I'm gonna but... be Dakota. Jo- I'm gonna be Dakota Johnson to your Ellen. No, that's not the truth, Ellen. And I'm only saying this, listeners, because I just witnessed um, a little scene, a little scene that just happened when we were about to record. Do you want to? Do you want to tell the class? <laughs> Um, a delivery guy showed up and brought my third attempt at wedding shoes that like the first two do not fit. And my wedding is on Saturday, I leave. So (laughs) I thought you said it was your fourth pair. Um, you know what it is actually my fourth pair, two flip flops, one other pair of heels, and then these heels, not a one fit. And you're waiting on a veil. I'm waiting on a veil. That's right. Yeah, you might have to go barefoot, which I feel like would be a vibe. Yeah, honestly, like it is kind of the vibe and it's very like mountain meadow elopement, you know? Yes, it's it's going it, to so much is out of your hands when it comes to your wedding. Like literally the day of someone could just be like, oh, like the restaurant burned down. And so there's no food for your 300 guests. Like anything like that could happen. Oh, my God. I just held my breath. I was like, do you have a fucking restaurant and guests like that would have. <laughs> Not you. You're oh, not, yeah. not talking no. about yourself. <laughs> I'm not talking about myself right now with that particular thing, but like my makeup artist could die or, you know, like yeah. anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> and how would that affect me? Like, <laughs> you could like find an online rant from your pastor going off on yeah. <laughs> the sins of the world. <laughs> my officiant could get canceled. <laughs> like, I have to scrub them from the photo. People have been messaging you, Sammy, whole thing for months. Your pastor, <laughs> your pastor is a bad man. <laughs> Literally anything. Yeah. Your dress could get eaten by moths. Your your car could break down, and you don't even get there. Like anything. And you're doing the most low maintenance possible wedding, other than getting married in your, in your own backyard with one person there. You're doing one step up, which is a little drive down the road. You know and what zero zero get well does there have to be a witness or is it just the person well i've got two photographers so they're the witnesses okay okay yeah yeah because we'd eat you alive if not (laughs) god everyone's making me so uncomfortable like the guilt trips are too much (laughs) i know i'm sorry i'm also well i mean i've been bringing you all kinds of emotion i would say a range i really i I nicely embarrassed myself yesterday because I forgot that we'd be recording today. So I, I you had a your sobbing and broke down did- in tears. <laughs> <laughs> I did the sobbing. And then had to see me again today. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm so happy you've come so far. And then I was like, have an amazing week. And then I was like, oh fuck, I'm seeing you in twelve <laughs> hours. Like, <laughs> God, save it, save it. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think that a mix of guilt trip and like overwhelming joy and emotion is like part of my cultural heritage 
Yeah. Like that's that's like the range we've got. Well, I I do appreciate it, but enough about me. How are you? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah. My executive dysfunction has never come out stronger than in the case of choosing what episode to cover for today yeah it was it was down to the wire and like i'm so curious what made you choose this one like where why is this so special to your heart it's not that's the thing it's not special to my heart because okay we're gonna i'm gonna zoom out for a second here i've been like down a 90 day fiance rabbit hole for on and off for like many years and I don't know if this is good or bad, but there's a million offshoots. 90 Day Fiance, the other way. 90 Day Fiance, happily ever after, before the 90 days. It's really like a Bachelor style universe where it's just like ongoing and you get attached to characters and so you need to see the follow through of their stories. But the the seasons are so long. Like the episodes are an hour to an hour and a half. In the newer seasons, each episode is an hour and a half. There's 18 episodes per season and they really do pack in a a lot of action in each episode so seeing the whole character arc is what I really enjoy so it's just like hard to drop in because I'm like oh but there's so much that happened last episode and this and like I didn't want to make you watch like 10 hours of this show (laughs) I wouldn't have (laughs) what are you talking about you just watch like five episodes of people like hunting a moose with no prompting like for last week i mean yeah that was my choice but like that's what i'm saying you chose that so you could choose my way no i'm not i'm not going down this path but i i trust no i i yeah i wouldn't want to make you what you're saying is you wanted me to see the beginning of darcy's journey yeah like i think i was trying to well first of all i was trying to pick a season where you would you would only need to see one episode to just really capture the absurdity of the different players involved and they there's there's just there's so much that goes on because each one is a rich text like they really they really do come with surprises and every season that I've watched I've been genuinely shocked midway through at the end at the reunions like there's always new news coming in Mm -hmm. and like news that's like this changes everything like a secret child or like an arrest like an arrest or like this person met this um their love on an escort site like just things like that where you're like oh my you waited like 15 episodes in to tell us that type of thing so right oh my god those are all juicy secrets i'd love to know who they're about but again i'd have to i'd have to commit like a thousand hours of my life to to catch up on all that exactly and that's completely unreasonable and also like i don't even it's like when you've sold your soul to the devil like with the bachelor franchise like i wouldn't wish that on anyone you know well tlc is is kind of like i would say it's kind of regarded as like the lowest of the reality show uh pyramid or whatever i i don't know the learning channel yeah the is not respected the disgraced (laughs) learning channel um and i also find it so interesting how like our favorite freaks on Vanderpump Rules, like this is their favorite show. Oh yeah, like Jax, Stassi, like they all like really keep up and are obsessed with Ninety Day Fiance. So if they find these characters like strange and compelling, like that really says it all. Yeah, because the other thing that makes everything so compelling about the- these shows is that it's it's interesting to go to another culture and get this glimpse into these worlds that you wouldn't expect but at the same time like the most fascinating thing to me is how you get this glimpse into real suburban america in a way that i haven't really seen on another show where it's like visceral like not for tv well suburban is a kind way of putting it like i would say like rural fringe like yeah the struggle struggle city usa yeah (laughs) yeah someone has to be Okay, they don't have to be in a difficult place in order to get engaged to someone halfway across the world, but it's a lot. But it helps. Yeah, like these these folks are generally doing it like out of duress or out of like, I tried everything else. And like, anyway, then I went on like Filipino Cupid match <laughs> to find someone and mm-hmm. crazy, but I found someone <laughs> like 
that's a real guy who who's later on this season. I didn't pull that out of nowhere. It's so interesting because you also get the dynamic of like a give and take relationship, like a or what's the word where you're like exchanging <laughs> money for <laughs> services, basically. But like it, it's transactional. Transactional. Thank you. <laughs> a very transactional <laughs> relationship in which both people have expectations that the other person is going to fill this role and that they are entitled to certain things from that person. And they're almost all of them delusional about the value of what they're bringing to the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, also the the other reason why I picked this episode is because the most common trope, and this one you'll see in every season is there's an American person with money. And then there's someone from abroad who's like scamming them for money and obviously doesn't care about them. And that's why they're together. But that's about half the cases. The other half have like a completely different story. And so I wanted to pick some that weren't just that. Like that you don't even know why some of them are together and going to these efforts. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing. That's the real head scratcher. Like that's what really makes me like lean forward and like, I'm like, okay, scratching my head. Like what is it that drew these two crazy kids together? Like, and what is keeping them together? I cannot understand. <laughs> Desperation, I guess. And like dysfunction. <laughs> exactly. No, the pairings of the show is the true like that game when you were a kid when you would fold a paper three ways and you had to draw an animal. Like you had to draw three <laughs> parts of it. And then you open up, you're like, wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say mash. Like, okay, I ended up like in a shack. In, Actually, like, yeah. With a thousand yeah. children. It with, is like, mash. A man who doesn't speak a word of my language. Like, okay. <laughs> It is. It is. Smash. You're going to live in a swamp <laughs> with six children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's so it's always like so fascinating to see all the American dream propaganda that has reached its way overseas and has like gone into the minds of all these people in like very much developing countries and circumstances and like sleeping in a hovel with their entire family etc and then they're like i'm gonna go to america things are gonna get better maybe i can help my whole family and then they arrive at the dilapidated trailer in oklahoma and they're like yeah oh my God. <laughs> there is there is no upgrade yeah here. well or it's a downgrade yes and that is something you encounter a lot but there's a season that i'm watching currently where there's this brazilian woman who like she's with this guy who's super well off He's like spoiling her with everything she could ever need, but she's questioning like whether she should go through with it because her parents are like American men. All they want to do is take advantage of Brazilian women. Your life is so much better in Brazil. Like uh, America's dangerous. We read on the news all the time about how dangerous it is. You need to come home. And so like sometimes even that like the, there's never one yeah. set trope or like set stereotype that you see play out. And I remember baby girl Lisa when she was in i forget the country um do you remember it nigeria nigeria and with his, soja boy his parents were like if you go to america they'll make you into a slave like a get out type situation and it was like oh like i see where she got that idea you know and it's like it's just so funny how delusional and how arrogant like these people are that go to these countries and they think like, oh, I'm going to scoop up a younger, better looking person and they're going to be so fucking grateful to me for bringing them to America and they're going to give me nothing, but they're going to wait on me hand and foot and it's going to be sex 24 seven and like they'll be so, so grateful. I'll, I'll show them a life they've never had and they're actually like, I don't feel safe. Like the beach sucks. Like I miss my friends. I, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. It's that du you duality that they always go back and forth between. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's the whole reason why uh, Oliver's family immigrated to Canada was his mom just had to pick a country and she was like, well, probably the U.S. isn't safe. So I guess we'll just go to Canada and hope for the best. Yeah. And get some really thick coats. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She was like, it seems to be like colder, but maybe a, like a little less sketchy and just chose it for that reason. Yeah. And it's not like there's no one size fits all and like there's dangerous parts of Canada and it's I'm just of course I'll, another but then sometimes in the show it, it's rich country to rich country yeah or in this episode we're gonna see uh Connecticut to Amsterdam um which is 
very interesting. <laughs> very, very. The most head scratchy. That's, yeah, that's something I'm really excited to discuss with you. So let's get into it. We're covering 90 Day Fiance. This is before the 90 days. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm so like lost in the sauce right now with like this whole world. So 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days, season one, episode four, meet the parents. And so on like just at its most simple level, 90 Day Fiance, like the whole reason why the show exists is because there's to, to come to the U.S. and to get citizenship, you can do it through the K-1 visa process where someone comes over. Once you get approved for it, you often find out like extremely last minute. So sometimes like a week before where they're like, OK, the K-1 visa process has started. You have to immediately go to America. You have 90 days to plan a wedding and get married. And that way you can stay in the U.S. And so they're in short, documenting people that are in those 90 days. Um, but I I love, like, my favorite shows are the before the 90 days and 90 days the other way because it's just people that are so, like, fish out of water in these other environments. Like this one where we see, we meet Darcy, a legendary, prolific reality show lady since this show aired yeah uh, but at this point we're first getting to know darcy who is age 42 from connecticut and she is with her boyfriend jesse age 24 from amsterdam how do we how would we describe darcy <laughs> i mean she's her liquid liner is miles from her lash line she's got waist length black extensions heavy heavy makeup louboutins a well-worn Chanel bag like she is like very American I struggle to say glitz and glam <laughs> like it's like glitz and glam on the Vegas strip at 6 a.m like it's been a long night yeah glitz and glam after like a couple cigs you know yeah a night like you've been crying in the bathroom and then you didn't fix your makeup after that and like you know, you can just like you can just feel the unhinged energy like radiating off of her um, from the jump. Well, and that's like there's there's one like small element of Darcy that like I really associate myself with, which is the hot mess expressness of her. Like everything about her is like such a hot mess, and I really like I really relate to that. Just just that part of it, but I don't. It doesn't come out for me in the same way. Like for example, when we first meet her, she's on a plane to go see her boyfriend and at this point we haven't met him yet so we don't really we don't know exactly like what he's like she is she's running through the airport and stopping in the bathroom like stopping in a couple different bathrooms probably spraying herself i want to say with like 20 to 30 pumps of perfume <laughs> and like chugging mouthwash and like reapplying her reapplying her lipstick reapplying her liner like spraying herself down again and she's doing all this and she's like so stressed and then she gets her Louboutin stuck in the escalator and <laughs> just has a meltdown and starts crying. And like She's always on the verge of tears. I noticed that. Yeah, which same. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so she just has this meltdown after like running through like sweating, like just just cup coating herself in like so many layers of like makeup and like gum and different sprays. Um, and then has to like get the airport people to stop everything, like disassemble the escalator basically to get her <laughs> heel out. She's like there with one shoe, just like <laughs> on the floor, like bawling. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Stacy, or sorry, Darcy, I'm thinking of her twin sister, Stacy, which is a whole different thing. But <laughs> her boyfriend is Jesse, 24 from Amsterdam. And he is, okay, actually, I would like to hear from you how you would describe Jesse. <laughs> I mean, he's hot. He has, like, he has that, like, European dorkiness, like, his little scarf and stuff, like, you know, but, like, he's, like, a tall, blonde, Viking-type dude, 18 years younger than her. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but it's it's very obvious why she's with him. <laughs> yeah, to me, he's, like, if, if, like, a child drew, like, a model man, like, he just looks like a cartoonishly like a, a model but not someone who would be necessarily attractive to me or maybe that's just because I'm not super attracted to blonde guys I don't know he's very like striking he's like six foot whatever tall like 
he's very like pr- preppy. He always has like pressed iron shirts and like a little perfect little hair swoop. Yeah. He's very coiffed. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to marry him, but like he's a good looking guy and he's giving kind of like poor man's Alexander Skarsgård or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Like draw him from memory. Um, so at this point, Jesse or at this point in this episode, Darcy has landed and they've just spent their first night together and they talk about how they they melded together. Um, he said, our souls merged. I'll say that. Our souls merged. And he was like, yeah, we were intimate and it was great. And she says that their connection is yeah, electric and tantric sexually. Um, and they're like interviewing them in bed. Like this show's so awkward always. They always, <laughs> they like, <laughs> you know, the way The Bachelor like leaves and kind of peeks through the door, but then is like, okay, like we don't know what's going to happen. Like they stay, they like leave the cameras there for like a while, as long as physically possible without <laughs> seeing like P and B. <laughs> you know what's crazy is how on Summer House they do show P and B. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like they, they'll just show people pumping away from the like night vision camera. And I'm like, Jesus, like, I know. is this not like considered like too much for 8 p.m on I, <laughs> cable tv i know no i know uh, actually on summer house martha's vineyard they showed even more like they showed like night vision camera and like a very like loud mic of their all their noises like you hear like something yeah. moaning and they just stay there for like two minutes they stay there i've heard i've heard all the summer house cast have orgasms yeah and i'm like okay like damn like when's the cut gonna happen like i can't believe these people are signing up for this but anyway we don't see darcy and and jesse do no but for the which is for the best stuff for me to stomach the morning after yeah yeah we don't exactly we don't (laughs) we don't see a night vision cam but we see like a close-up camera right in their face as they're like in their marital bed they're not married, but like their first their first night together. Um, Darcy's inner confessional says that Jesse is the one, um, but he she thinks he's holding back a little bit on this visit, and he's all in. Like at this point, he's all in because he's going. They spent one night together, and he's going to take her right to his parents to meet them. I mean, yeah, she she's like hinting heavily for a proposal, and he's like, yeah, we'll see. Like, yeah maybe like if if everything goes well you know like she's more in than he is i would say okay well when i say all in i mean like by normal standards like i think she has like a fake ring that she bought herself that she wears on her wedding oh ring and like god, shoves that is so... face every two seconds oh my god but i would say by by normal standards like someone you've met you've never met in person you meet them for one day and immediately take to your parents like that's pretty invested I get they're filming a show and this is the episode where they have to meet the parents (laughs) no 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 no. Uh, often like sometimes they'll keep them a secret from their parents like up until the wedding oh my god well yeah I mean it's not thank god that there's no like formula thank god Jesse brings her home because it gives it gives (laughs) yes that's that was a lot it's quite a scene it's quite a scene but before we lead up to that scene darcy asks if he's brought a lot of girlfriends home and he says no because many not not many have been worthy but the only caveat he gives is that they're very direct and so while you said like he has that kind of like alexander Skarsgård, he also has like kind of an a j crew just a very like biz- always business casual type of look to him which is important mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> we walk into we oh we we park the car. Darcy's wearing her fake wedding ring. Um, I think like a cold shoulder type of sweater with like a huge choker and her pointiest highest Louboutins. <laughs> she looks so tacky and out of place, just hobbling over those cobblestones and heading into this like European like fairy home. I like. I felt really embarrassed for her. But then we see his mom and I'm like, oh, that's why he's attracted to Darcy. She also has waist length, insane extensions, except hers are micro braids. <laughs> oh, you thought, that, you thought that the mom looked like Darcy? She's an exact copy. She has a, <laughs> a face full of pancake makeup crusted into her wrinkles and the 
like yeah waist length insane extensions on a, on a white woman that like you just don't see a head full of 40 inch micro braids all that often on a white lady <laughs> that's true i guess i hadn't associated i hadn't connected that because they're going for such different looks like darcy is like kind of vegas glam whereas the mom is like betsy johnson like quirky like you you first see her and i was like are those dreads are those bleach blonde dreads oh no they're twists or no they're, they're micro braids down to her waist with with like crazy bangs sticking out and then they're they they meet them after walking through like the most eccentric fairy garden like um it, it's like you know if someone if someone's basically been going to a thrift store for 40 years and connecting collecting little trinkets and hanging them high and low in every corner of the front garden yeah like there's a lot of like glass mosaic art and like little weird elf figurines and stuff and clogs and he's like look around baby take it all in it's all real if you can believe it (laughs) i can it it looks like when someone like decorates a certain area of the dump and it's so cruel to like not not like warn your significant other that you're that like your parents are like weird yeah he he says like my stepdad is like very i think he might have said eccentric no he just all he said was he's very direct and he's very blunt he's like he's a little like out there but out there could mean like really into baseball you know it could be like it's just it's not like when i say weird it's like just a little warning would be nice because they walk in and like the the inside of the house is the same as the outside like decorations dangling from every inch of the walls and ceiling like bright green yeah okay so they walk up to the house and it is the same as the outside it's decorations hanging from every inch of the floor wall and ceilings neon green walls more fairies everywhere it looks like an eccentric hippie parent museum kind of you get the vibe right away that his parent her yeah his parents are like characters to the max and then the dad's like double nose piercing with the big red jewel on either side like he's marching to the beat of his own drum he has a dark blue bun on one half of his head and the other half is shaved and a leopard dyed in a leopard pattern and he has a huge coral necklace, a robe, and yeah, those two red studs in his ears and huge dangly in earrings. Nose. In his Oh yeah, in his nose. In his nose. And huge dangly earrings. Yeah, it's a lot to take in all at once. And I do agree that it was rude not to warn her more about the this impression that is made upon her. Yeah, only because Jesse looks like a narc. Like he looks like a straight edge model guy. And that is kind of what happens, I feel like, when you have really out there hippie parents like they make the most normal kids and then like when you have like really normal parents that makes like the hippie kids yeah yeah i mean some people end up just like their parents but but not jesse and his he's like i need my mom to like darcy like if she doesn't like i will kick her to the curb and the mom is like well at first when he said he was dating an american online i was like ugh, like americans are so fake like they just they can't be real but then like I saw how much he cares about you and like you grew on me and like I'm ready to like hear you out basically. (laughs) I had I went to Amsterdam a few years ago and I I was really struck by just Dutch culture like I hadn't I didn't realize how blunt they are. They kind of remind me of French Canadians in that they're super super blunt really quirky sense of humor really irreverent and yeah like surprisingly sassy which I felt at home in that environment, but I was I was not expecting it. Yeah, like, well, I mean, as we're about to see, his parents do not hold back from being just straight up insulting and offensive right on the first meeting, which is, uh, I wouldn't know how to, how to handle this either. Well, my first night in, day in Amsterdam, like, I was warned about the bike pass, like, no fucking around on the bike pass. You got to go and you got to know the rules and, like, go fast, basically. Um, but I saw these girls who I think, I guess, were tourists. Uh, that they didn't have a headlamp at night and this guy like full-on stopped and like screamed at them in the street and like it just seemed like a very normal thing for like riding without a headlamp right yeah there's there's always someone who's willing to tell you what a fuck up and an idiot you are which is so helpful um but so the the couple the happy couple explains that their plans are to move to the u.s and dave the stepdad 
comes out of the gate with, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> You've known each other one day and you're planning kids. It's hilarious. And Darcy instantly starts tearing up. <laughs> yeah, Darcy, like with misty eyes, talks about how she wants to marry Jesse. She wants to have kids. She pictures a boy. And like the parents are like really thrown off. Like Jesse seems unfazed by this. This is again why I say he's all it because he's not looking that thrown off by her talking about them wanting kids no i mean i mean clearly they've talked about it at some point like i don't know to what level like it could be like one person saying yeah i could see that and then the other person like picking out the names and like thinking about it constantly and like it's hard to know at this point but um the humbling has only just begun (laughs) the humbling is profound it's deep it it goes so deep it goes so deep so dave the stepdad starts out with you know look at him like when he walks down the street he gets like underwear thrown at him and she, he she's like well i'm i'm not an ugly girl like i still look young and he's like well you've got your troubles all right and he doesn't have any he's only got adventures he points at darcy and he's like i can understand your point of view of course <laughs> but what's in it for you jesse she is not in the same league that you are. <laughs> I would I would burst into tears. Like, he fully says the quiet part out loud that nobody, no Canadian would say this, ever. Like, no. Before the appetizers are even, like, on the table. <laughs> like, know. what's happening here? Like, to be like, you're ugly and you're old and you're used up and you probably have sadness and problems in your life and you're gonna drag my little son down and he's handsome and you're not like what is going on like (laughs) stop being so crazy (laughs) and like you've got tons of baggage and he doesn't because he's a 24 year old model (laughs) yeah and then like she just is like reeling trying to like not burst into tears trying to like navigate the rest of this dinner in a haze clearly and then they get into the car and she's still trying to pretend like she's okay. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. First, actually the one the one thing that I have to add is he cuz the dad turns to him and like he's asking non-rhetorically like what's in it for you? And then yeah. pauses like it's he's like answer Jesse and Jesse goes, "Well, that's a deep question, but nobody's perfect. Um she's unique and special." And I'm aware that there's things that differentiate us culturally and in age. He gives kind of like a pageant answer. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't stand up for her. But he, he's he's kind of trying to like imagine that his stepdad has like the best of intentions by what he's saying. Like, but he doesn't. <laughs> it's not a language thing. Jesse's a cyborg to me because he's like both unfazed by Darcy and by the dad's questioning and you just like I can't read him and he's so like buttoned up and put together yeah he's he's just used to chaos like he's just used to absolute chaos and that's where he feels at home and he's happy to have the role I think of being like well you know let's just take it easy everyone like but he he won't be able to handle the ride no no they leave like darcy in a confessional is like i think we're i feel like we're equals like (laughs) she's living after the humbling like a scorching humbling that just leaves you burnt to a crisp (laughs) yes nothing left but but darcy's a survivor like she picks herself back up and like gets back in the ring um her, her delusion like carries her through but they get into the car and this is where I'm like, this is where I first start being like, is Jesse a robot? Like they're leaving and, and Jesse's like, my dad was lovely, right? Like, were you tearing up there at some point? Yeah, he said, I think this evening was beautiful. <laughs> like, except for when my dad called you an old hag. But like, other than that, like I had a great time. <laughs> when he cuts you down physically, emotionally, <laughs> spiritually. As they enjoyed like a a bowl of borscht (laughs) yeah yeah in this like eclectic like the type of home where if you weren't like you'd have to like duck every at every like turn because there'd be like dangling mobiles and things and it was so small and cramped it almost looked like a boat like living on a little houseboat or something yeah like a little cute little hobbit home um very and and (laughs) just or darcy responds to that what do you think he meant when he said that 
that you're out of my league. And Jesse says, I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Like, I hope you didn't take offense to that because he didn't, he didn't mean it negatively. Well, she keeps saying, what do you think he meant when he said, I'm out of your league? And it's like, well, he said quite the opposite. <laughs> Like, I know that you have a grasp on the English language. <laughs> like, when we say someone's out of the league, we mean higher. <laughs> and what he said was, you guys are in completely different leagues, and he didn't mean it the other way. <laughs> oh, Darcy. Yeah, but, like, also, like, that said, I just need to give the caveat that everyone in this scenario has perfect English, like, in some of the scenarios with the couples, there is a language barrier that ha that comes at play, but there's none here. Like maybe some cultural misunderstanding, but like, yeah. But they're they're saying what they mean, and yes, they're they are speaking English very well. The parents, like Jesse, being like, "I don't know, what do you mean? Like every everything was fine. Like that's I don't know if that's him playing dumb or if that's actually how he thinks. Well, I think it's been normalized for him, like with living with dave and linda or whoever his mom is like he he's seen a lot and heard a lot of crazy stuff and he's just like well like that that was far from the worst it could have been yeah and also like if there are any listeners from the netherlands i would love for you guys to like sound off like send me a message and is this like is this like an outlier like is this like common culturally I don't know because I got a little taste of it when I was there but I was only there for a week so I don't know but this bluntness it was it was something to behold yeah I couldn't take it this would set the course of my life on a whole different path than it might have for her because she slowly started to like transform into like you know a botched like plastic surgery warning story yeah well she was kind of on that path already I feel like she just had more money because of these shows yeah, but well, I mean, on the path, I mean, I wouldn't say so. Like, she looks like at least like a normal person at this point. Like, yeah, yeah, compared compared to the current iteration, like you could feel her insecurity, but little like when someone like tears down your appearance and you're already like insecure and like kind of psycho and like on TV, like it 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 can really change everything. <laughs> Yeah, because at that point, she's like, I feel like I'm 42, but I, I feel like I look pretty young. Yeah, but then she didn't get the like, yeah, you do. You're a beautiful girl, you know, that she was expecting. Like, she got like, no, no, people are going to think that you're his mom. People are going to think that you're like a granny that he's like taking for a walk. Like, nobody will understand this union. <laughs> um, That's where we leave off with this couple for now. We'll check back in with them at the end of the episode. For now, we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back this episode of it's become a whole thing is sponsored by BetterHelp. so you guys hear me talk about my mental health on here i don't know weekly uh it's a huge part of my platform because of how much i've struggled with it throughout my life and how important talking about it has been and how important all the different tools that i've gained have been for just getting me to where i am today and therapy has been a huge part of that. So at my core, I am a stressy, depressy gal. And I hear from a lot of you guys and know that so many of you feel the same way and have a lot of similar profound struggles. But that said, whether mental health is an ongoing struggle for you or you're just going through something right now, to me, all roads lead back to therapy. So therapy has been so important for me to function to get to this point that I'm at in life. It's something that I think everyone should try at least once and that everyone should have access to. So getting started is often the hardest part. I know for me, I had so many people tell me I should go to therapy and I just, I dragged my feet for so long. And then when I finally did it, it was like, it was so intense. It was like opening up the floodgates. Uh, but then I finally, once I finally got started, it got easier and easier. It's helped me with coping skills perspective. Um, and at some points in my life, it's just helped me get through the day. But again, like it doesn't have to be just for major trauma. It can be for life decisions, times of transitions, getting to know yourself better, like whatever it is. Um, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, fitting to your schedule. So all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. 
I know for both me and Oliver, before we ever met, we both had similar experiences of wanting to do therapy and then having to go through a few different therapists just to find one that we were both on the same page with as individuals. Um, It almost felt like dating, like speed dating or something um, until I finally found one that just, just got where I was coming from. I prefer a therapist who's a woman. Like it's okay to apply whatever criteria you need when it is your time that you need help. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash become today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash become. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. All right, so we're back, and now we meet our next couple of lovebirds. We meet Paul, <laughs> age 34, from Kentucky, and Karini, age 21, from Tenantins. Brazil, um, if I'm saying that right. So yeah, I have to give a little preamble of what happens before this episode. Paul has to travel for three days down by multiple planes, down a boat down the river, into the deep Amazon to get to Karini. With him, he has about five to six, I don't even want to call them suitcases. They're kind of like military industrial trunks in which he's put like mostly first aid and like protective gear. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gone to every doctor, like every, uh, what are they called? Like tropical medicine doctors. And he's gotten like every possible like medication that you could get. He has a full like uh, hazmat suit to swim in. The The doctor said that like one time there was someone who went swimming and a little like fish swim swam up their dick and so he has a little condom to put over his dick when he goes swimming under his hazmat suit (laughs) he also brought well everything he brought was so embarrassing he has like a full pop-up mosquito tent and when she sees it she's just like no no (laughs) so that at this point like in this episode that he's already arrived and they've settled in but before this, when he first gets the Amazon, she's like, let's go swimming. Like, they're right on the river. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go suit up. And he puts on this, like, hazmat suit. He puts the <laughs> condom on. He puts, like, a bug net thing over it. And, and oh, and a life jacket. And she's like, and he, like, waddles out. And she's like, what the? F-? She's like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, oh, I, like, have to have this. And he's trying to float. But, he, like, you know when you're wearing a life jacket? Like, you're kind of bobbing. And she's like, Paul, like, come on. And she splashes him in the face with water. And he, like loses his mind she's like in a bikini paul Paul has the strongest loser vibes i've ever felt like they pierced me through the screen and made my skin crawl yeah i'm amazed that he managed to crawl out of whatever basement he was in to get to karini i can't believe he's ever had sex before like he he keeps hinting at like every time i've had sex it's been a nightmare um and ended in so much drama for me. And I'm like, you're so lucky you've even gotten close to a woman enough to do that. Like, I'm shocked. I'm, I guess I'm not because I don't know. The world smiles upon mediocre men. He's disgusting. And he says, like, Karini is the most beautiful woman I've ever been with. So that's why I'm doing this, <laughs> basically. Like, that's why yeah. I'm going to all this trouble yeah. to, like, 
try and get me a beautiful 21 year old Brazilian girl to be my girlfriend. And he has not learned a single word of Brazilian Portuguese before he got there. No. And this is so common, like so, so common. All the American guys, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, you know, you're going to this country. And obviously, I'm I'm not expecting them to have perfect Portuguese, but wouldn't you just, you just go on Duolingo for like two minutes a day? You'll at least learn a couple of phrases. Yeah, he has the Google Translate app that he uses poorly and disrespectfully, but he doesn't have like any phrases, respectful kind phrases that he's bothered to memorize, doesn't even really know hello. Like he kind of only knows yes, see. Well, what's what's so funny is I would say that that is like probably almost every single like American man who's been on this show, they always have their little app, their little Blackberry looking app where they're typing in their thoughts. And the one guy I've seen who learned the language for his girlfriend, that's the the, <laughs> the current season I'm watching where he learned Portuguese to communicate with his Brazilian girlfriend. And the, it's the dad who's like, no, all American men are trash. Like he's just... <laughs> He's just trying to take advantage of you. And he's like, she's the love of my life. Like, she didn't want to learn English. So I I learned po- perfect Portuguese. Like, he's just <laughs> trying his best. Wow. Yeah. But in the case of Paul, like, the translator apps, like, often lead to a lot of, like, a lot of hijinks, as you could imagine. But we see, we see the first one here where Paul is going to try to meet her parents. And in this first meeting, he wants to ask permission if he can take Karini to a hotel. We don't see any, like, it is bizarre. Like, when he walks in to meet the parents and he'll, like, you know, he has his weird lingering hugs with the mom and, like, and then he just stands smiling, hunched over, looking at them. And they're, like, asking the girl, like, okay, does he speak any Portuguese or does he, like, how are we going to communicate? Is he just going to stand there mute like a freaking weirdo looking at us, like, expectantly? Like, you know, he's not, like, using his body language to show respect or, like, he didn't bring them anything. Like, he didn't, like, this guy is just fucking up left and right. I would be so appalled if I were this woman's parents. Like, he's just awful. And he just, he's just, like, and then the first thing he types out is, show me around the house. And she's, like, okay. She, like, shows him around, and then he's, like, looking at her bed, and, like, you know, and then he's, like, I want to ask you to stay in a hotel. And she's, like, okay, well, you have to ask my parents. And then he just types out, can Karini come stay with me at a hotel? (laughs) And the dad is, like, disgusted. He's extremely sunburned also at this point. He's, (laughs) He's, like, ghostly white in, like, half of his body, and the rest is, like, bright brick red. He is so repulsive. He's as repulsive to me as Big Ed. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i would agree coming into this like you know family home and looking down upon it and just being like you guys are so lucky to have me like i'm gonna take this girl and you know the dad's like i don't want you to take her to a hotel like in brazil those are just used for sex and he's like oh no 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 don't worry like i won't be having sex with her like honestly i'm gonna make her take a pregnancy and std test so (laughs) yeah he like because I think she might be dirty and a liar. <laughs> oh no, that's not even that. He just he that's like part of his precaution. Like he takes those precautions. It's like the type of man that would go swimming in this in this suit. He's like, of course you make your partner take like an STD test. He said that something so horrible happened to him the last time with yeah, the last girl which i'm gonna we're gonna remember that are you gonna the, reveal oh yeah oh i'm gonna reveal <laughs> you will you will be mm, surprised even for this okay. loser of a man <laughs> <laughs> so he says like he's like yeah they're skeptical because they think like through the app that i'm asking them if i can have sex with their daughter at a motel um and But then he also alludes to his secret that he has, some things that he has not revealed about his past and some uh, relationships gone awry. Um, The parents were like, the fuck? Like, the whole time they're just looking at him, like, they're like, whatever, I guess it's up to her. Like, I don't know. They're just like... Yeah, they're like, well, she's an adult, so I guess it's her decision. And like, ugh, he's just so cringe. And then when, when they say that, like, I guess it's her decision. And she's like, okay. I guess they said it's it's fine. I guess I'll go. And he like 
creepily like leans over to their chairs and like hugs them and like shakes their hand way too close and i'm just like this guy is so off so off and it's so awkward like you don't embrace someone's mom for allowing them to go with you to a hotel like show them some like other kindness and desire to connect with them but bring them something like you fucking turd after hovering over them yeah they i know like it's so tense and they're like fine whatever i don't know (laughs) just like okay girl yeah they just like roll their eyes kind of they go to a motel and paul's trunk travel trunk is so heavy he can't lift it up the stairs himself so karini (laughs) has to help him (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like wait here don't move (laughs) (laughs) she's not pleased so she has to stand out in this like weird looking hallway while he sets up the room like a total groomer and it's just like i brought her lots of stuffed toys and cereal boxes and candies that i think she'll like Mm, i had chills chills he yeah he created this really elaborate display of stuffed animal he said stuffed animals cereal boxes and chocolates and he goes like they're things that she likes and like okay i don't know why i'm giving this guy the benefit of the doubt (laughs) me either no but like i'm not okay hear me out like there's some people that like stuffed animals like it's their thing or like i don't know squishmallows or whatever okay i'm just i just hope to god at one point she was like it's so cute when like people get me little gifts or like little teddy bear or something i don't know but if not, yeah, it's like giving pedophile. I mean, she was she's a young twenty one. Like you know, she she lives with her parents. Like oh, not for her. I just mean the type of gifts, like little stuffed animals and cereal. Yeah, it it's, it's freaky that I'm saying that that's what he likes about her is that she seems so young and that she's like closer to an eighteen year old American than you know twenty one year like. You know, he's like, oh, she's so, like, precious. and Yeah, just the boxes of cereal on the bed, really. That's what really got me. Stomach churning. And then he pops his fucking tent up. <laughs> pops his mosquito tent around the bed. Not not figuratively. Literally pops a tent. Like, he has a tent over his bed <laughs> he's like, for mosquitoes. See, to be safe. To be safe. And she's just like, no. No. No, like, and he's like, yes, get in. And and she's like, okay, well, can I have a kiss? And he's like, well, I was going to wait for a better moment, but I guess so. And gives her a little kiss and then types out, I want to wait for intimacy. And she's like, oh, that makes me sad. He's like, well, I've got tests. I need you to run. And he like occasionally will just whisper like (laughs) yellow fever. (laughs) And he he's saying this as he's pulling the covers over the both of them. With his shoes on. Shoes are on. Like, I know there's a lot visually happening, so you might have, like, missed that detail. But, like, that's really important (laughs) to this scene. Something that really interests me about the 90-day universe is how ugly it is to watch. Like, there's, like, scenes and settings, furniture items, and decor that are so appalling that, like, I've never seen such a thing on TV because normally they bring in some flowers or like they'll stage it a bit to like dress it up so it's not like so awful to look at but 90 day is so real like they do not stage shit like they're like this is the motel in the amazon or like this is the farmhouse in iowa and it it is what it is (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely um and no it's real and raw (laughs) And like the lowest common denominator of like quality TV, which is why I love it so much. This is like where we leave off, except Paul in his confessional says he's scared of getting hurt because in past relationships, it ended so badly that he got himself into some trouble. And are you going to reveal to us now? Okay, I'll tell you what it was. He was accused of committing arson he went to prison for arson for burning personal property to defraud insurer. That is his. Okay. It's very specific. Legally, I don't know quite what that means, but he was found guilty and just went to jail for it. And so, but okay, but this is okay. This is what I mean by like 
this is why it was hard to pick an episode because I was like, should I pick this one or should I pick the one where he types into his translator app? I have a lengthy criminal record that I need to tell you about. <laughs> and they're like sitting by. Wait, Emily. What? Connect these dots for me. How does sex lead to the arson and fraud charge? What do you mean? How does sex lead to like? You said last time I had sex, I got into some real trouble. Well, he doesn't get into detail. He doesn't say how it led to arson. Like he just he, he doesn't explain like what happened with his ex. Well, he said things went wrong, all. and then one thing led to another. It was arson. <laughs> like he's also typing all this into an app, so he can't. He's not giving like any details. She just okay. <laughs> I am gonna get. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna see what happens like in the future episodes briefly. They're sitting in the beautiful, beautiful, like, river, like, in the Amazon, like, overlooking this, like, lush rainforest. And that's when he, like, tells her. And they don't get a chance to get into a lot of details because it's all through this app. And she's like, what? And then he just runs. He just takes off. He just gets (laughs) up and runs. But it's like, where is he going to go? He had to take a boat for three days to get there. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I'm going to check in more with them in the where are they now segment, but okay. But like, yeah, it is, it's really like the translator app moments are some of the most like fucked up moments that we've, we see on this show. Like, <laughs> and cause sometimes they have the app like narrate for them. So it'll be like <laughs> the woman typing something and then it's like, I don't love you anymore. <laughs> I am not attracted to you, and I never was. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, that's entertainment, uh, absurd, like <laughs> dark comedy. Yeah. <laughs> so, does that mean you won't marry me? <laughs> yes, if you do a direct deposit tonight. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Last couple we're going to check in with is Courtney, who's 25, from Florida, who is going to meet Antonio from Spain, and she's gonna she's heading over there for three weeks. They've never met in person, and they've never video chatted before. Oof. So... That always hurts when you hear them say, we haven't talked on the phone, and we haven't Skyped or video chatted or anything, but my intuition tells me he's real. <laughs> You're like, no... I, I will say from watching enough of this show, there's many episodes of tension building up to a lot of the connections, like whether this person on the other side is real or not. I will say it's not, it's never what you think. Like the people that you think are real are not. And the people that you think are definitely catfishing them tend to be real. Okay. Well, t- you better tell me soon what, what ends up with Antonio. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we i watch so you don't have to so courtney's getting ready to head over for three weeks three weeks is so long to spend with someone mm-hmm. um who you've never met or to spend with anyone mm-hmm. she's holding up a red negligee and she said it's the spanish emoji <laughs> like referring to like the dancing lady emo- flamenco dancer I'm like okay she's doing her best she said that he's saying he wants to marry her and make her his future wife um but her parents fred and jane (laughs) the most just they're like just middle america like they are horror stricken yeah yeah they're and they're concerned also because they find out the night before she leaves that she didn't do this digging but her friends did and found out that he's been not only modeling but he's been an erotic model like Mm -hmm. posting little photos of his naked butt yeah like and his her mom says well i hope he's not a gigolo (laughs) and he might be yeah well and like that's really where that's where the episode ends um and there's so much more of all these stories that unfolds but I, i will just give you for now the update on courtney and antonio so antonio's real he's very much real he was the guy in the pictures yep yep okay and yeah he's like passionately kisses her at the airport um picks her up he's like i've got a great plan for us tonight and the plan after driving her she she takes you know however many flights um she's been traveling for like 16 hours plus at this point 
He picks her up at the airport, passionately kisses her, and he's like, I've got an amazing plan for us. He drives her to one of his modeling competitions. They don't even go home. She has her luggage with her, like her backpack and like stuff for three weeks. (laughs) And he's participating in this competition and didn't like this was his like surprise for her, I guess. So she's sitting alone in her airport airplane clothes with her bags watching for hours this spanish like i i don't know pageant i don't know what to call it okay then he like wants to take her out for drink they finally like he takes her home to this little it's like um a matchbox apartment like there's like a bunk bed that's over the kitchen in the bathroom okay <laughs> and it's like 30 it's like 40 degrees like sweltering hot like there's no ac and she's just like sweating he's like it's okay babe like we'll get sexy and in our underwear the whole time and she's just like okay but like it's just he is real but yeah maybe tbd at gigolo um and that episode of 90 day fiance before the 90 days um and i'm gonna (laughs) we're, we're reaching time but very quickly, Paul and Karini, where are they now? I unfortunately have to update you to say that they had a child and went through with the wedding. They were on a couple of spin-off. They were on like 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, where like they, she tried to go to the U.S. and make it work. Couldn't make it work. Um, and then in July of 2020, Paul streamed a police visit to their marital home after Karini called the cops and but he was streaming it and he claimed that the fight started after he looked at her phone and saw that she had been talking to a lawyer um and yeah they're luckily no longer together which is really rough so i guess the creep vibe factor was accurate for that one i know well as you were talking i i was like god you have no idea this this champ darcy has come out on top of all of this i'm happy to say at least stardom wise she was on the show it didn't work out with jesse spoiler alert (laughs) surprised to nobody (laughs) then she ended up on the next iteration of the show with this kind of like michael darcy looking british guy named tom thomas brooks um i saw some of that and he catfished her with the pics yeah i remember like he was he was the guy in the pics but it was like very photoshopped very flattering like he kind of looked like a silver fox in the pics and then in person he was kind of giving like inbred like not looking good and she was like oh yeah well and then he was mean to her as well yeah and then the latest i haven't i haven't kept up but basically, Darcy has an identical twin named Stacy. And Stacy and Darcy, like, they very much have, like, Snooky and Dina energy, um, but with more fighting. And <laughs> Stacy also had a, like, Lithuanian fiancé who was part of the show. They got their own spinoff, which is now in its fourth season, called Darcy and Stacy. Anyone wants to check it out. But, yeah, and they look wild. Like, they've had like i'm sorry i don't know i always feel like bad talking about people's appearances but like the amount of work they've had is like into a different kind of yeah uncanny valley kind of yes uncanny valley that's what i'm looking for and none of them neither woman has had a successful relationship since this from what i can see um stacy got married to her fiance oh okay nice yeah he just posted a photo with both of them on either arm saying and the caption was family well yeah i mean it was tough to see darcy at that table in amsterdam saying she wants lots of children with this young boy and she was already 42 at that point and i was like that's probably she has two grown-up kids like she has two grown girls yeah so right but but the babies in her 40s and 50s was always a pipe dream and i'm sad that it didn't come true for her but um maybe the fame is more satisfying at the end of the day i don't know i think it's for the best i don't think yeah yeah i hope she finds like love though you know of course well i mean i think they're gonna keep filming them as long as they'll do the show because they're like reality tv gold right i mean the fact that darcy and stacy is in his fourth season tlc's gonna keep riding this train until the wheels fall off true um and that's where we leave us 
that's where we leave it. That's everyone important that was in this episode and what they're up to. And yeah, it's definitely gotten me back into wanting to check in on some of my favorite. My favorites are always the Russian girls. Like, so I was kind of sad that this episode didn't have any because I love the way that they verbally abuse <laughs> the men. Again, this was part of my existential struggle of picking an episode because I wanted to give you one of the girls that like, there's something about you and them. Like, there's a similar, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're connected. Do you love Anfisa? I love, I love Natalie. I love Julia. Like, Oh, you should. Yeah. I haven't watched her season, but I should. She gives. Yeah. <laughs> I know she like really gave um, it to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, until next time, this was, uh, this was a harrowing journey. Thanks for coming along for it. Love you guys. See you later. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.